0: Welcome to episode eight of decomposing. As always, if you wish to get in touch with us, which none of you have, uh, you can email us at decomposepodcast at gmail.com. Just say anything really. Just say hi, you know. Thanks for joining us, five people from Belgium. We love you, Belgium, and we your bun- Belgium. and we love your buns. Yeah. <laughs> Good- <laughs> Don't
1: need to lower the
0: tone
1: already. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, infinite,
0: yeah. Good evening, Mr. Lane.
1: Good evening, Mr. Lower the Tone Daniel White
0: Yes, that's always me. Always me. In I just I just how do we how do we get people from Belgium to listen to us? I've not even been to Belgium. I've always wanted to.
1: How are we a hit in Belgium?
0: Well, I think five listeners in Belgium's hardly a hit, is it?
1: It is compared to I mean, how many listeners have we got in France?
0: Zero. No. Yeah, but the French hate English people, don't they?
1: How I many listeners have we got in
0: Spain?
1: So, no. Yeah. Um, you know, so I mean I consider Belgium a hit. <laughs> How many listeners have we got in the UK where we're from? Uh, ten.
0: See?
1: I would say Belgium's a hit.
0: Uh, well yeah, I think so as well. I, I don't know. I just I'm just delighted that of all the countries we could actually export to, Belgium's our big hit. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's it is it's bizarre, but um, you know, and I don't quite know how we could exploit this. Merchandise? No, because that would cost, cost too much to send to Belgium, so that's no good.
0: But, uh, no? yes.
1: Definitely- so, we, yes. Do, we do have a, a
0: terrible movie to discuss, which I really enjoyed it, but we'll do that later. But the subject of this evening's show is horror franchises. Um, and and also when horror franchises go on too long, I think it would be good to discuss if we can find out if there's a formula. You know, at what point does it just go really badly wrong? I'm suspecting it's budget related, possibly.
1: I, I think it. I think it all comes down to. Well, I mean, you're not far off the budget, but distributor, um, especially in the old days when you know things just go straight to straight to video, straight to DVD, now it's straight to streaming. It all comes down to how much money they're gonna make from it. Um, And I think if a, you know, let's say for example, you know, you make a film, uh, big budget, it's got a cinema release. This is how a lot of them happened in the beginning. Um, It was sequels would then be much lower budget, using the name, you know, see how much money they make from it. If it makes a decent amount, it doesn't even matter how bad the film is. Because you've got a fan base based on the original film, and then it just keeps going and keeps going. I mean, I'm thinking of the Hellraisers as a as a prime example of of the cinema releases being amazing. And as soon as uh, Dimension Films and the Weinstein's getting involved, uh, all of a sudden the budgets came down right down, uh, possibly to less than a million dollars. They didn't care about the product. Uh, they knew there was a fan base for any 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 monster that had pins in their head. Uh, people would turn out to watch it, buy it, um, and they would just keep making them and uh, it, like it didn't matter how poor the quality was. Uh, Hellraiser is a great example of a horror franchise uh, that was relying on the fan base of the original trilogy to keep buying into the product when it should have died 17 films ago. And Doug Bradley kept on coming back for the most part as well. He did, and I think I think it got to a point where the budget was getting lower each time. And I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Doug Bradley got most of the budget in, in the first uh, few uh, like direct DVD sequels. Uh, but then it got to a point where the budget was so low that even the full budget wouldn't cover, uh, you know, Doug Bradley's paycheck. I think, I think that the budget's got so low that it would almost be like he'd be doing it as a favor to carry on and i think that's that's what ruled bradley out in the end
0: fair enough i, I mean I, enough. I, we,
2: yeah.
0: we we are both i've bought hellraiser so many times on different formats so we are both really excited about the 4k release arrow are incredible i love arrows releases um yeah. And, and the first three films you can't fault them pacing wise no. they are stunning stunning films. Um, and then bloodline the fourth one now bloodline to be fair I've seen it it's not bad yeah. compared to what comes n- le- next <laughs> so you get that drop down from the third one hell on I loved hell on earth I really it's- really enjoyed it it was it was it was fun it was original yeah. they create some new cenobites which is brilliant that massacre sequence in the nightclub is brilliant. I mean, it's just horrific, but it's brilliant. Um, so you do get a drop down from Hell on Earth to Bloodline, but it's still not bad. I can, I you know, we were we were talking. We? So why have they put that in? It's they've done a they've done a Superman. It's it's Quest for More Cenobites or whatever we called it. Um, yeah. It's not quite as bad as Quest for Peace. Uh, it is still watchable. I I kind of see why they they've done it, um, but. Yeah, it is all about the first three, and then after Bloodline, it's just they're just terrible. The, the acting's bad, even the plotting's bad as well.
1: And I think with with number four, they uh, it was originally intended to be, uh, yeah, obviously a much lower lower budget, but it was still intended to be a cinema release. Um, and I think the original director obviously had a vision for it. Um, and the Weinstein's came in and obviously had a different vision for it, which was basically to do a keep with it, you know, to make their own version of the film uh, with what they thought would sell at the cinema, um, you know. And they—I don't know how much—butchered it by about thirty, forty minutes, maybe even longer. I don't know. Um, and um, yeah, and and it, and it was and it was hated. I, I don't even think it got a cinema release. I, I no, I think it didn't it ended up being one of those schools where they put en- enough money into it into the budget to, to, for it to have been a cinema release but, but they it, you know it, it, it fell short of whatever and, and they ended up just putting it straight out to, to, to DVD. Um, whereas from five onwards they knew exactly what they had you know it was it was like yeah we're, we're gonna put I don't know half a million into this. And it and it should make a couple of million in returns on you know on on physical media and things like that. Um, it's all business. They don't care. It about is. It is.
0: It is. It is totally business, and and it annoys me uh, because they're basically betraying the fans. So yeah, they and, did. And, and and it's it it's like well we know the fans that you know Hellraiser's got a massive cult following and rightly so right yeah. so it it is i think hellraiser is up there as one of the most innovative horror um franchises i have ever seen and the first one is pure art form yeah. you know when when frank's body starts knitting together you know it's it, it's just, it's it's beautiful art i mean it's you know and and the whole concept the whole concept of of this this weird demonic sadiomasic massacristic sort of Oh, it's the puzzle box. It's all about this. You know everything. It's it's the the feel of the film. It's gorgeously dark. You know it plays on the innermost sort of um, darkest regions of your heart and stuff, and and and, and, and your soul. And and Pinhead, what a villain!
2: Yeah,
1: (sighs) yeah, quite rightly, you know, in the in the you know in the in the top whatever five ten list, you know, of all horror villain and villainry. He's, uh, yeah, quite quite deservedly so. You know, he's one of those. You know, if you was if you had a t shirt, you know, pin on pinhead on it. Um, you know, he's right up there with, with, you know, Freddie and Jason and Michael.
0: Yeah, and, and the interplay between uh, between him and I've totally forgotten the Nancy. Is it Nancy? I
1: want to say Nancy. Nancy in, um, I'm sure...
0: No, no, no. Now, who's the woman? In, who's the girl in in in? Um, oh, I have to Google it. I will, why do we always do this? It's like part of our. Um,
1: it's
0: like is it, part...
1: it's Helen 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 Helen. Helen, Helen Kirsty
0: Ashley Lawrence Kirst, Kirst Ashley Lawrence plays Kirsty. So so Doug Bradley's Pinhead, uh, and you know, you opened the box. We came. That's not bad actually, is it? Um, oh,
1: no, no, you're no, trying to get. Do some voiceover work for
0: yeah. the new films. Uh, oh, oh, so many tears! It's a waste of good suffering, you know. And these lines are just like yeah. legendary lines. But the interplay between the two of them is just—it's it, just brilliant. And then carrying on with the with the second one as well. Um, yeah. It—it's—it's. It's, I love it. I, I really, really love it. So I'm very excited about the 4K. But but then, so you have a fan base who who love Clive Barker, love what he's created, love the books, you know. Yeah. And 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 then. Weinstein and these these shysters come out of them. yeah just to see an opportunity to make money and they milk a fan base to the point where they just wander away disillusioned because it's just taking them taking their money it's like daylight robbery it really makes me angry
1: well I I don't think you should be that angry because there's a lot of there's a lot of horror fans out there that don't have uh, such high standards as me and you. Uh, you know where they might watch, say, Hellraiser in space, whichever one that is, <laughs> and absolutely adore it, or, or like number seventeen when they're like, "Oh my god, seventeen was my favorite!" Like you get fans out there that get something different from these films. Um, so yeah, I mean, you should feel sorry for me and for me and you having such high standards uh, because it does spoil us a little bit. Because by the time you get to Hellraiser seven or eight, um, you know we're we're struggling to 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 stick with the to well, stick with the franchise, but there's fans out there that just adore any. You just put some pins on a man or a woman, you know. They're just they're there. They don't. I care. know,
0: and, and it's like the I like horror that innovates, um, probably because we watch a lot of horror. I like horror that does something different. So when it does something different, and then it d- doesn't do anything different and again, it just this <laughs> kind of goes back into this general sort of, uh, yeah. you know, it's it's like the Purge films. When I watched the first Purge film, I yeah. thought this is really clever. I love the concept. I love, I love what they're doing. It plays on house invasion, does something different. The whole kind of political stuff really got with that. You know, yeah. it, it was really good. And then the second one, you're like, yeah, that's a, that's another sort of it's like, okay. And then third one, no. And then the fourth one, and then the and then the TV series one, and then series mm. two. And you're like, you've just killed any level of innovation or interest in this film just to make money. It's just they like it's like, it's like they wring out all all the life out of a franchise, and then and then just discard it like a corpse.
1: I think the second it doesn't look like a film is going to make profit on the next one, they cut all ties and 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 that's it. And I I can name a few of these sort of franchises where I think this has happened. Um, obviously, Hellraiser. Um, Saw. Uh, Saw
0: is a good example of this.
1: Uh, well, I would, I would say that they, 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 they stopped with Saw because they, they'd made so many of them. But uh, I don't think there was any of the Saw films that didn't make a huge profit. It's like Paranormal Activity. They, they run their course, they keep making them. Um, but I, I, I don't think Saw or Paranormal Activity or any of those types of franchises have stopped because they weren't making money. They, they stopped because they thought, this is the time to stop now. Yeah, and like now we saw, we've we've now got another one coming up. Final Destination, we've got another one coming up. Um, Paranormal Activity, we've you know only just recently had another one that's that's, that's, that's that was made. So th- these out front, these are the franchises that I think could quite literally live forever. Um, whereas the Hellraiser, I mean, I I I know we talked about this before, but they've reinvented Hellraiser, and and it's it sounds. Slightly different, and and exciting in a different sort of way. So it's it's a film that we that we're both looking forward to watching. Now I didn't think we'd ever say that again.
0: So no, but I love the fact that both of us are not willing to pay money on it just in case.
2: because it's, <laughs> it's bad. But it's
1: almost, it's, it, if if there's anybody in Belgium that's got an uncooked copy and you want to send it to us for a review, <laughs> we will uh, we will happily review it.
0: Yeah, and, 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 and I, feel, I feel loyalty to the original trilogy of Hellraiser, um, so I don't want to spend money on something that, that, that betrays that. If it doesn't, and it's genuinely good... Then I'm quite happy to buy a copy and put it on the on the shelf. So yeah, you've earned your place. There's the three, the three. I have to put up with the one, four, four
1: and nine, one and nine. Yeah, and
0: <laughs> the nine. Uh, but I'm not willing to part with money until I know it's good. Because because we've been betrayed with 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 um, with five to eight. So. <laughs> And do do you also think as well that um, that the, the, the some of the results of saw films they got very samey with me because but then they're 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 playing to the lowest common denominator. There's not much kind of innovation there. It's just let's see how we can kill these quite unpleasant people in really more interesting ways. It's like it's like Final Destination, but for an eighteen certificate, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I, I think I think you're absolutely right there. It's um, if you like the concept of. of uh, what is it body torture porn or whatever they, they call it um if if that's what you're into then that's what they need to make and keep putting out um so that I know that they did innovate a, like two or three of the saw films um, and those i think those were the lowest uh those were the probably the lowest profit films that that they made you know let like spy spiral and and um the, the the last saw with, with with tobin in um it almost feels like a bit like wes craven's new nightmare you know if if you've kind of gone against what has made your f- uh, franchise a success and you try to innovate try to be different you know by the time like you know by number seven or eight or nine um i don't know i think your your your, your loyal fan wants what they've seen seven films prior. Yeah. You go a bit different on number eight. Uh, I think you're going to lose them. So it's just it's just knowing your target audience, um, and and not like uh, going too far off uh, the, 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 the the path on it. Which which some of these franchises, I mean, Jason in space. As much as I adore the film, why was Jason in space?
0: Oh, I don't know, but it was fun, wasn't it?
1: <laughs> it was. We love anything that goes in space. So you know, it's not a it's not a complaint, but. Um, you know, it's it's knowing your fan base, which, and I think sometimes uh, the the distributors just panic and they think, well, you know, we want to make one more film. How can we make it different?
0: I know, and it, it, yeah, and 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 yet they just
1: um, they just don't
0: they don't seem to care about quality
1: anymore. No. No, I think, I think when, when a, a studio is making a film for a theatrical release, then there's obviously a lot more uh, pressure on, on them getting the returns that they need. Uh, and I think there's a, lot, there's a lot more, you know, a lot more people that, that you have to, um, you know, a lot more cooks in the kitchen. Um, whereas if you're making something straight to DVD or straight to streaming, the studio, whoever's, whoever's doing it, they probably don't even care. they like, just let the filmmaker go off and make whatever they want to make. Maybe that's what happened with number four of Hellraiser. Um, and, you know, and the, the assembly cut of Hellraiser 4, you know, it was, it was, you know, maybe dialogue heavy and, you know, and it tried to do a, like a proper story. And, and, you know, and the Weinsteins looked at it and said, well, let's, let's, let's shave an hour off this and, and make it more of an action film, make it more of an action horror um you know and, and so they panicked and just you know butchered the hell out of it uh so yeah it's just you just you just never know like the situations are probably different with um studios or distributors or whoever is trying to make the most money out of it uh
0: yeah and and the same happens with uh friday the 13th we've discussed nightmare on elm street is a classic example of this
1: but but with the Nightmare on Elm Streets, and the Halloweens and the Friday the 13th, they were always aimed for a cinema release. And I think, you know, with, with those franchises, you, you, you are at least guaranteed quality. Now, whether the acting is above power, well that's, you know, it's, you're never gonna get Oscar-worthy acting in, in any of those sorts of films anyway. It's all about the special effects, but they still put a lot of effort in because they knew that there was gonna be cinema films. Whereas a lot, and, and, and we're talking like, you know, 80s here, 80s and 90s, because by the time you get into the 2000s and, and films can be made a lot cheaper and you're not relying on film and film stock, um, distributors and any production companies, they don't care so much. You know, it's like, well, we'll make a film for 100 grand, so it doesn't matter, you know, if it's, if it's top quality or not. Whereas in the old days, you know, Paramount would put in like one, two, three million into a Friday the 13th. So obviously they cared enough to get that money back. And I think that's the difference. In the 70s, the 80s, and possibly part of the 90s, before the 90s became the VHS, you know, you could actually film it on like Super VHS or whatever. Um, they, they genuinely cared about making their money back. Whereas I think once you hit the 90s and they made films not on film anymore, uh, then all of a sudden it was open season. Just make what you want. and we'll make enough of them and maybe something will be a hit and
0: so, so and, and the same happens with nightmare on elm street so you watch the first one and you think wow this yeah. is incredible yeah. you know i i genuinely was scared to sleep in some in some moments because it just invaded that uh, that area where you always felt safe you know and, yeah. and, and even even going to sleep wasn't safe you know freddy freddy kruger robert Englund was incredible as Fre- as, as freddy Krueger. Uh, truly nightmarish,
2: yeah.
0: Um, and 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 you just think, and then and then and then they start seeing a bit of money, uh, a bit of uh, a bit a bit a bit of kind of a, a reputation or, or whatever, and the budget starts falling, the ideas start kind of drying up, and after Dream Warrior, quite frankly, it's terrible. <laughs>
1: yeah. But don't you think that um, you know? Because you know, we're talking a lot about films where. You know, you have what I, you know, what they class as a master of horror. You know, make making them so like John Carpenter with the Halloween, um, Wes Craven uh, with Night on Elm Street. Um, you know, and with Night on Elm Street, you know, Wes Craven was there for the first one, and then it was just basically left to the studio. So I think it's safe to say that once your original filmmaker, like Wes Craven, departs and doesn 't want to carry on making more and he's like not part of the franchise um, the, sh- the studio would then look at say something like now and now think wow we 've got a really good horror villain here uh, making part two a little bit more a little bit more dark comedy and horror that 's going to get more of the audience in at the cinema like again it comes down to a, a, the, the distributors thinking, well, how do we make the most money out of this?" uh straight horrors well and out elm street did really well surprisingly it did really well but let's not risk it with part two let's go more comedy yeah um, and then everyone after that got sillier and funnier um and yeah i, I they're like guilty pleasure movies for me they're, they're not great um but like if i start a marathon i, I do get excited as the sillier and, and and more embarrassing they get as they go a lot. Like I don't know what it is, but I I I must be quite sick in the head because I I, I get a lot of enjoyment the the more downhill these franchises go. uh Not Hellraiser, but an Iron Elm Street, the Halloweens. You know the, the, these are the franchises that, that that go right down, and I get more excited. Like like by the time you get to eight on Friday the Thirteenth, and it's Jason Takes Manhattan, it's just I get really, really excited about part eight. I
0: don't. I love. I love. Jason takes Manhattan. It's the punch, isn't it? it, it in it's it's
1: for like four <laughs> minutes. It's. <laughs> I, I love. I love that they called it. Yeah, takes Manhattan. Yeah. Manhattan.
0: Yeah. It is. It, it is. And and like you say, you watch it with subco- subtitles on. The noises. Someone's having a <laughs> laugh with those subtitles. Um. Yeah.
1: So they have a yeah. Laugh Take, Jason takes Manhattan.
0: See, I don't mind the the black comedy uh, no. of Dream Warriors, um, yeah. but after Dream Warriors, it just gets sillier, and then it's yeah. not scary. And they cross that line, yeah. and 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 we've talked on on this on on the show before about the 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 line of of comedy and horror needing to be quite well balanced, otherwise it doesn't yeah. work. And for me, anything after Dream Warriors doesn't work because no. Dream Warriors is still quite scary.
1: Yeah yeah and and you're right i think uh, when your main villain is only there to do a witty one-liner thinking <laughs> he wants more uh, from bond um it loses all scary credibility and that's what and that's what freddie started to become and i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna discuss uh, uh the The Arm Elm Street series, Freddy's Nightmares.
0: Well, it was uh, not even. It was just. It was. It, wow. it, it it wasn't anything to do with that, was it? It was like the. Ho- it was like the Friday the Thirteenth series.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it's like an anthology series where where you, or, or Tales from the Crypt, where you have Freddy at the beginning, giving a you know a few witty one liners, and then it's telling a telling a right two bit story that that takes place. In one to two locations because they've got no budget and it's shot on videotape. Like this, every single and I, I managed to locate uh, uh, the the series on, on, I think it's on YouTube. Um, and I saw, I saw a bit. I think I probably did about ten minutes, and I couldn't do any more. Um, and I used to watch this as a kid. Somehow, yeah. somehow, I used to love it. Don't know how. <laughs>
0: That's a nice sort of paycheck for Robert England, though, isn't it?
1: What being shown on YouTube?
0: No, 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 no. For doing the original series, just doing a little bit of bit to carry. Oh yeah, no,
1: it. no. He he'd, he'd been the only one seeing any sort of money on that.
0: Yeah, but yeah, but this is the, again the business people seeing the brand and then yeah. milking it for every penny and not caring about the fans.
1: Uh, yeah, I would say that that, that Freddie's nightmares is possibly the 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 worst cash grab. Uh, from from any horror franchise like the friday the 13th series i like that i know it's got nothing to do with friday the 13th the films but an anthology series it was really good it was in, innovative um, i liked the main characters and i and, and they was just going off looking for these like possessed items it it just had nothing to do with the franchise but as a series it it, it was it was all right
0: it didn't need to be Friday the Thirteenth. It just would have no. been an interesting series, wouldn't
1: it? It could have been anything, couldn't it? But as, yeah, whereas was Freddy's Nightmares is an absolute cash grab. They didn't put any money into it. Um, nice seeing Freddy at the beginning and the end, but other than that, it's just not, nothing you want to watch.
0: Yeah, and 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 but it's this cynical cash in, and, yeah. and and and. It devalues the art. It devalues the, the series, and and as I say, it betrays the fans. Um, it, it it's just it's just unfortunate. And and you know we were talking about Sharknado a couple of weeks ago, and that yeah. franchise. Now, at least to be fair to the Sharknado franchise, with the exception of Tara, what's the face, who seems to be the only one who's taking it seriously, which makes it more funny. Um, yeah. Everybody knows what that is. The writers, you know. Uh, even if if you're calling your last Sharknado, um, the the you know at last it's the final Sharknado. It's like yeah, we know, <laughs> we know, we know. It's it's very knowing. It's knowingly bad. I kind of let it yeah. through. I said to you before yeah. the show, I've nearly bought it, the the box set three times. I've just stopped myself. So what am
1: I doing? Yeah, you need a fifty percent voucher, and then you might you might just uh, you might just get it. But, that, but the Sharknado films, they're, they're a great example of, of a franchise that started off knowing what its audience was. Um, and, and you know, not deviating from that and sticking with it and, and making each uh, sequel um, as, as absurd, if not more crazier than the last one. Like if you like Sharknado 1, you are gonna love 1 to, what did you say five? There is six. six? Oh my god, it's six of them, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, really, you only,
0: knowingly, uh, the, they, they've done a box set for the four. The four first four are, are probably the ones you should go for. Ignore the fifth and sixth ones. Uh, I yeah, think the fifth one's true. in space, yeah. Um, yeah. The, 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 the first four are called the Jawsome Foursome. <laughs> So, so if you're gonna buy a box set of Sharknado, get the first four because the fifth one went in space and this got stupid.
1: Well, I don't know about I don't know about you and your collecting habits, but it doesn't matter how bad a film is, and I'm talking about you, Superman four. It doesn't matter how <laughs> bad uh, a film is. I, I, I you know, I, I will have to have a box set of all of them, or None you know, or at the very least have them all in a, in a collection. I can't, like, I could, I couldn't. I couldn't just, you know, if there was one film in a franchise uh, of a box set or whatever, I, I couldn't not have it. And I, and worse than that, I couldn't not watch it if I'm watching um, like a marathon or a binge watch of a horror franchise. I, I have to do them in order. I have to do them all. Um, and and it is frustrating because every now and again, you will come across a and film this
0: is, this is one, and this is one of those examples. I'm the same, so that is the reason why I can't buy the Sharknado films because I can't just buy four because my <laughs> that's not complete, you know. <laughs> and I can't buy the fifth or sixth ones because they're flipping awful, so I've got to not have them.
1: And
2: uh, uh,
1: let me give you a, let me give you an example of, 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 of where my OCD brain is at with, with collecting. Okay, I bought uh, this the Scream. One steelbook. I bought *Scream* two steelbook. Then rumor had it that uh, there was potentially three would come out as a steelbook. Great, but apparently four didn't look likely at all because it was a different studio. They brought out five. They brought out six. There is still no word of four. So now I'm I'm like, well, what do I do here? Because I I'm not gonna have I'm not gonna have five out of the six. Um, that's gonna drive me insane. This so. And I'd already bought one and two at this point before I even knew that there was a, this horror story going around that, that Fall wasn't gonna come out. So I sold two. Now in my head, I if I buy a steel book that, that has maybe one or two in the franchise, I only buy the first one. Like I've got Saw one, I've got Scream one, I've got Jaws one, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that way I'm not feeling like, uh, you know, like I need to take a shower after looking at my collection.
0: Yeah, I, I know we've all got our own little kind of tweaks about this. See, you see for example, I have no issue with buying the steel box set of, of, uh, of the steel, steel book of uh, of The Exorcist because there is no way I want to even own the her- heretic. Um, and, and, and honestly, I'm not massively fussed about getting a 4K for the third one. I like it, but it's not up to 4K territory for me. The first one is where I stop with The Exorcist. And I like the prequels. I, I like the prequels. I, yeah. I think they're very clever. Both of them, I like them. Uh, yeah. Have you interested... I read something interesting about the uh, the genuine sequel that Bloomhouse is making. To okay. I think it comes out in it comes out in October this year. Um, is that the
1: believer one?
0: Yeah. Uh, yes. Now that looks good because he's he's basically doing to The Exorcist what he's done to Halloween. Now that excites yeah. me because you've got uh, you've got Reagan returning. You've got um, um, oh, what's her mum called?
1: Oh, Fletcher, Louise Fletcher.
0: No, blur blun blum blur.
1: What am I doing? Oh,
0: Reagan's yeah. that's Reagan's mum. So you've got returning cast members and it's it's acting like the others others didn't happen. Now Blumhouse, yeah. I trust.
1: Yeah. He, yeah. Blumhouse is the only man we trust with bringing the thing back. Uh, yeah, even though we're happy with it. Uh, but we will give him the benefit of the doubt because they they have put a little bit of money in John Carpenter's pocket. So we do. So we at least know that John Carpenter is paying some attention to this.
0: Yeah, and 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 he has some respect for the fans. So what he's done with the yes. Halloween franchise, um, and and has made season of the witch canon, which we mentioned on uh, on last week's show, which we recorded yeah. on Monday. Um excuse um, yourself <laughs> <laughs> I trust him because he respects yeah. the fans yeah it's a, it's a it's a business it's show business but the element of balance between show and business seems to be right for him so I think he's going to actually re- reset The Exorcist because yeah. actually I was quite disappointed with the TV series the first TV series or one of the TV series really loved it second one shocking yeah
1: no I never made it to, to the second series I did like the first series I, you know it, it felt it felt Probably the closest to the original Exorcist that we'd had, Um, you know. It seemed like they cared, so I I don't know. I think I think Blumhouse is is definitely somebody that 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 cares about uh, the original the original films, and and, you know, and and understands where franchises have gone wrong. So
0: yeah, and now wouldn't he be fascinating person to talk to about this? Wouldn't he? Because he's doing it right. So he must have worked out. You said, like you said what's gone wrong with them and what's gone wrong with them is they betrayed the original kind of concept um yeah. for for money uh, yeah. j- just money it.
1: yeah they exploited certain areas that they knew like like um uh, the the director Friedkin 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 um uh he he knew exactly what he was doing with, with the first film. He wasn't trying to exploit anything. He was trying to tell a story about good versus evil. The sequels only want to tell the story of evil and exploit the devil's work or this or that, possession and you know, or like how many big scares can we get from this? Um, and that's the difference. You, you've got to understand where the original filmmaker was coming from. What was the story that they was trying to tell and 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 not just go in exploit for money, you know. How much can we get from a sequel? Uh, you know, how much money is it going to bring in?
0: Yeah, and, and the and the Exorcist, I love it because it's Merin versus um, Pazuzu. It it, it's, it it and it's gone through it on for ages. And there's that wonderful moment at the beginning of the film where you've got Merin standing with the statue of Pazuzu in Israel or wherever it is. And, and yeah. it, just, it just sets the film up. And, and yeah. you start watching The Exorcist, and, and, and you watch that and you think, wow. It's just so iconic, so metaphoric. And then the yeah. whole film, it's just... Oh, I, the pacing in The Exorcist is good as well, isn't it? It's so I, good.
1: I was just about to say the opposite, which I find oh. funny, because we're not okay. always... I find, I find with 70s films, um, I mean, obviously, they're, they're going to be so different to films of today, you know, whereas you, you might yeah. have like a, a four minute take uh, as opposed to like a five second take of today. But I always find, and, and, and this isn't a bad thing, but I always find that the pacing in The Exorcist is hard to watch at times. It's very slow, but it it builds it builds a potential. But that's
0: why I say the pacing's good because it builds. I love those slow builds. Yeah, so now like David Keogh was saying on 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 Monday, wasn't he? That that um that you know the attention span of today's audience is like to me needs to happen constantly. Now, the exorcist would be seen today by by young people today as boring because it's oh, so to sleep, Yeah, you know, you got you got the 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 the, uh, the the evil kind of penetrating the church and going through. You have got Damien's mother frequently coming on the subway. You know, yeah. you got all these forces that are swirling around, and occasionally you get little bursts. Oh. But it, I, I just love how it just kind of paces like that, and then yeah. you're right at the end, and then it just kind of goes. Yeah,
1: and and yeah. And that's and and that's and that's the thing with the Exorcist, because it's because it breathes, and I think that's the key word here, it breathes. Mm. You're you're following this story and, and, and you know, like like for example, it's set, you know, in a in just a regular American uh quite well off. They, they look quite it's quite a well off house. But it, it looks like any other house in America. It's like it's not it's not like a huge mansion or something no. that you can relate to. It's like your next door neighbour could be that person. You've got a, a, a family that just looks like a normal family. A yeah, mother exactly. And a girl.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, and this, this, this mom is, you know, with, with the with the dinner party, and that her child is, is not feeling very well, and you know, like it's just, and it's such a slow build up that 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 it can be painful at times, but the payoff, mm. if you stick with it, you know, it's one of those films where. If if you stick with the slow pace, the payoff is is I I put it down as my scariest film. I don't. Yeah, I don't it, it, really it's
0: scary. beautifully atmospheric. Um and and so uh, but but people kind of gone on. So I don't know what happened with heretic. Her, her, heretic. It's just what is Fashion. that? Yeah, Fashion. it was. Yeah, Fashion. yeah. So and so and sh- finale, sh- the yeah and it was just yeah. and sh- so sharknado franchise final fa- uh, final uh, destination franchise they work because yeah. they know what they are they're not yeah. and and yeah it, there's money to be made with them but they're not taking it too seriously the death sequences as we said before the final destination go from insane and they start kind of like playing around with you i love the i love all of the final destination films That's true. But they're not building they're not building uh, characterisation. You don't care about the characters. You know, like we no. say, that they're hodder fodder. You know, you don't yeah. care because they're all these stupid you know, trying to cheat death. <laughs> death is a star. You're rooting for death. You know, you can't mess and then Todd Tony Todd turns up. I love Tony Todd. <laughs> he's so good as the creepy mortician. He is, he is. he's, he's...
1: He is a perfect. He is a he oh, is a perfect. Riddle.
0: Tony Todd is one of the nicest people. He's 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 always got a word for the fans. He always answers back on Twitter. He used he used to, and and he's just. He's having fun in that, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, Death's design, you know, and 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 there's lovely callbacks when he's not in the film physically. Uh, he's the voice of the voiceover in the fairground with the with the fairground ride. He's the voice on the um, on the underground with the with calling out the stations. Just Tony Todd, you know. It's just oh, I love Tony Todd.
1: All Tony's amazing.
0: Well, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you're not free. <laughs> cool, out, out
1: all the all the fellow Tonys out there, especially if you're in. Belgium do you know what a franchise I think
0: did really well because it stopped early candyman and I like the 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 remake as well
1: yeah uh, again you know it's a very atmospheric film it's um, you know very unnerving you know saying candyman several times in a mirror
0: yeah this guy <laughs> turns I, up with a hook
1: <laughs> which you know i mean I, I obviously don't believe in it but i wouldn't i wouldn't I wouldn't say it in the mirror at, at midnight would you
0: I was just thinking the other the other front. There's another franchise that that went re- fared really badly. This I know what they did last summer.
1: I only found out uh, recently that they'd um, made a, 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 a I guess it's a third one. Um, you know, so you, I know what you did last summer. I still know what you did last summer. And then there's a third one which I didn't even know existed. It obviously was a straight a straight to DVD jobby. Um, and uh, it's getting a bit of a blue Blu-ray re-release, so um, I'm kind of curious. But at the same time, the I know what you did last summer franchise. Um, I don't know. It's kind of like a cheap, poor knockoff of of Scream, and, and and the same could be said about Urban Legends as well. I kind of like that uh, because there was this 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 big thing, you know, late '90s, early 2000s of uh, of trying to recreate the Scream uh, phenomenon, and uh, I, I know what you did last summer, Urban Legends. They Urban
2: Legends,
1: yeah, summer. yeah, and I, I quite like that. that brilliant opening um, to the turnaround song, whatever, whatever <laughs> that song is called. But yeah. such a brilliant uh, opening sequence. You know where the the the, 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 uh, the, the, the petrol station guy is? He's, he's obviously screaming, and he's screaming in your back seat or something like that. Um, <laughs> and you think you think he's the villain, which is you know perfect wrong footing.
0: It is, it is. And and but 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 then you see Scream, you know, the Scream T V series. Why did we need a Scream T V series? It was awful. Did you watch it? Yeah, I hated it.
1: Did you watch all three series?
0: Yeah, I hated it. <laughs> I I, I <laughs> couldn't stop watching it because I wanted to not I really wanted not to hate it and I hated
1: right. it. You you gave it like 30, 30 opportunities to I I just I love the sc- I felt like I was like yeah I... he was rooting he was rooting for something that never happened
0: uh, yeah well, I think I think it was it was lacking Nev Campbell to be honest wasn't
1: it she's so good I at Sydney it, yeah, Prescott I didn't I didn't I didn't see it but uh it's you know t- TV series I've been scorned too many times with horror franchises that go to TV series so. Do
0: you know there's a t- the TV horror franchise? That I still think is really good. I love American Horror Story.
1: Okay, yeah, I agree. There, that is that. You know, it's a a flawless. Oh, it is. Know, there isn't, I've seen a few of the series, and there isn't one that I have. You know, had to turn off or got bored with or you know they've all been very innovative. Every series where they try and reinvent themselves, and and it's just yeah, you know. Doing different themes, it's brilliant.
0: Did you see the '80s one? Yeah, yeah. I, I love, love
1: the that. music. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. The, of the episode. Really yeah, gets
0: you in. and 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 really good. And they have the breadth because they're doing a TV series to really go into detail. So they've got some very, yeah. very. Coven was my favorite. It was re- I really got into oh. that.
1: Well, it... did you did you see the the American? I, I guess it's called American Horror Stories. Yes. Uh, which I I also I was. I didn't expect to like that because I just thought, oh, they're just, they're, you know, they're throwing a little bit of money at a, at a you know, at a different type of series. But I, I quite, I mean, it was very hit and miss, like with most anthology series. But for the best part, it was, each episode was enjoyable. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it wasn't American Horror Story.
1: <laughs> no, it didn't have the same quality, you could tell.
0: Um, and then you've got the house TV uh, film series and I bought that on Blu- Blu-ray for my birthday and yeah
1: <laughs> it's a mixed bag at best Do you know, I adore. Three. I adore the first two well I adore the first two for their campiness I adore the third one because you've got Brian uh, Brian Jack Brian James I have
2: Lan- Brian and James. Lance Henry Brian
1: Jack Brian James Brian ja- Brian. James. Brian. Yeah. Brian. <laughs> Mr 80's villain and Lance Henrikson yeah like it's but it's so serious like how do you go oh. who best films in the world ever to the most serious i uh, know
0: oh, like, the first just, one was tongue in cheek the second one was, was insane the second one's the cowboy one isn't it with the stupid caterpillar yeah. thing
1: the second one was was like it wasn't horror at all it was it was like like an evil muppets film It was just bizarre and then the fourth one i don't have any recollection of the fourth one i must have seen it because like you i I bought the box set years ago must have seen it but i have no idea what what the fourth one was about uh
0: the fourth one was a callback to the second one and they killed off uh the main character in the second one uh and then he came back as a ghost and it was just it was horrible it was
1: awful i wouldn't be surprised if the fourth one because a lot of the four uh, horror films seem to be TV movies.
2: Coco
1: so like <laughs> 4, Omen 4, House 4. They're like TV movies where some cable channel in America has, has basically housed, uh, You know, housed some of these franchises, which is why we have really, really bad part fours of, of films. Even Critters 4, I guess, to some degree. You know, that, that, that was never a great one.
0: Oh, we need to talk about um, leprechaun.
1: <laughs> oh, do, do we have to?
0: <laughs> That's a great example can, of can a I, bad. You know. Can I give
1: you my t- my top two franchises that I that I that I have watched? Uh, not not for many years, so there's probably been more made, but you know, maybe about seven eight years ago, I'd i watched several of them, and I've got two franchises that I that I really really struggled with. Um, one was the Leprechaun franchise, uh, two was the Puppet Master franchise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I couldn't get into either no. of them. I, was, I couldn't connect to them.
0: No, me neither. And, and I, I, there is a TV series as well along the same lines. I really feel like I should, and I've tried so many times, I cannot get into uh, Hannibal, the TV series. No. It's I, a not of it?
1: It?
0: Yeah, it, it is. I get bored.
1: I'd... Yeah, yeah. No, I'd, I lasted about two episodes of that. I should, I should, uh, like yourself, you probably should give it a bit more of a chance. But I, I only watched a couple of episodes, and maybe I wasn't in the mood for a big dialogue type thing. So I, I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't proceed with it. But um, yeah, no Hannibal, Hannibal was, um, yeah, it was nothing like nothing like the films.
0: It, it's just really disappointing. And Mads Madsen, I really like.
1: He's brilliant. I mean, I haven't seen anything in that he's—he's not good. He, even Hannibal, he's—he's he's amazing in Hannibal. Well, I just, I just I,
0: can't get into yeah. it.
1: Yeah, I, I think, I think, yeah. Like you, I was probably not in the right frame of mind, uh, you know, for 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 a, for a talkie. Um, ah, that just reminded me uh, the um, a, a new TV series which I did start and I do really like and it has you know obviously a very big horror film franchise and i think it also fits in quite well with what we've been talking about and that is the chucky uh film franchise yeah yeah it's you're right amazing and then it kind of goes like i loved first one the second one wasn't overly great but it i i, I it was either two or three that became infamous because of uh, the, the the was it was it the Jamie the, Bolger, Jamie Bolger
0: yeah the third one yeah, was
1: the third one and because of that it became notorious and you know video shops had to ban it and all of a sudden it became this infamous film because it you know set uh, child uh, child killers uh, on the on the you know on the wrong path um, and then and then obviously uh, they'd only made the the first three with the studio and then another studio came in and and took it over and that's when you then had like an up-to-date more hip more mtv style uh, chucky franchise oh, yeah. and more more black comedy i think is is you know it's kind of like where the Nightman of streets went. they did that with the chucky films
0: i was still with them because you still had brad dorf in it
1: exactly you know we yeah he was still doing the voice so we stuck with it i didn't mind them um uh but i, I certainly. I mean, they made a lot of them, so I can't quite remember if I ever... No, I do. I, I remember not overly liking the last one because it felt like they didn't have much money put into it. That's the only one that I didn't really like because it just seemed to be set in one location. It just... It felt mm. a bit lazy, so I didn't... Yeah. That's the only one that I didn't like. Is but that the, the TV one in the, TV uh, in,
0: the, in the mental institution? the that's asylum? Great. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's yeah. the yeah. One. Yeah. It just felt cheap and lazy, and it... I don't know, like a cash in where it's like we haven't got a lot of money. Let's just oh, let's just have a one location place for this. Yeah,
0: yeah, I I thought that.
1: But the TV series is brilliant. It's kind of like it reinvented. it's reinvented. Yeah, no, I would highly recommend the TV series. What I wouldn't recommend is the is the is the reboot film.
0: No, it's terrible. You saw that? It's awful. It's oh. just everything that you love about it. Where do you get to see, Where can you see the TV's film? A uh, series.
1: Oh, I, bought, I bought. I bought the Blu-ray set. <laughs> um, otherwise, I think Now TV. Now TV has, has had it on there for a while. So. Oh, good. I've got sweet. a
0: subscription. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the remake is awful. The film is absolutely terrible. Why did they yeah. feel the need to make it digital? Why exactly, exactly. It doesn't need to be digital?
1: I, I I think they I mean they obviously got rid of the supernatural element um, and they just they just wanted to make a a totally different type of film and you know and again you know you've got your child's play fans it's like making a saw film but not having any torture mm. it's that kind of thing you know you know your fan base and know what sort of film you want to make keep them happy don't don't you know make a completely different type of film. Yeah,
0: and it was just um, – and Mark Hamill, I just felt embarrassed for Mark Hamill.
1: I've seen quite a lot of things with, with Mark Hamill in that, that he should be very embarrassed. But I think he <laughs> – like, he craves – I mean, he's, he's been in some very camp uh, 90s stuff. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw the, the, original, <laughs> the, the original Flash uh, yep. in the 1990s where it yep. was just one, one series – and I what did he play the prankster or something? The Jeff- yeah. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, th- th- no, the man's got no shame. You know, he he can camp it up to one hundred and fifty billion percent. He's he's fine with it. now he's he's got no problem there. And good and good on him as well. Like he, he does not take anything too seriously. I think that no, he doesn't. But way. but the film
0: was just like I need you need the supernatural element. It needs to have yeah. that area. Otherwise, it. It's just like any. There's no again. You see, yeah. they've, they've removed the innovation.
1: Yeah, and they could have called it any other film. They was cashing in on the name by, yeah. by giving it a whole different type of story and taking all. They did a V on it, you know, a V yeah. remake. They took away all of the things that we love, and they just made their own version of it.
0: No, it was, it was, yeah, and and again, you see, coming back to the original point we were making right at the top of the show, um, it, it betrays fans.
1: It does, it does. It cheapens us. It's like, well, why are we stuck with a franchise for so long? And then all of a sudden, you're wrong for us. You just, you've cheated us out of something that we've been excited about watching.
0: And nowadays, when they do it, it's not so much about a lack of budget. You can't even blame the fact that they haven't had enough money pushed into it. It's just cynical. It's just nasty.
1: Well, the new Chucky film had a big budget, and it was a cinema release. So yeah. they they knew exactly what they were doing. You know, There, there was somebody... There was somebody on on the you know on on the pre-production table that that said, well, "I've done the numbers. This this is going to be bigger than every other Chucky film we've ever had."
0: <laughs> and they bombed. I I, I I love it when that happens. Like when they tried to reboot the Friday the Thirteenth film and and the standalone film. Terrible. I d- Friday,
1: yeah, Friday, yeah Friday the Thirteenth the reboot. It was an interesting concept because now they had to do a reboot of the first three films because otherwise he wouldn't even have a hockey mask. No, uh, And so that was a quite an interesting reboot. Like they're not just rebooting Friday the 13th. They've had to reboot three films just so that he's got a hockey mask. <laughs> <laughs> didn't work though. It no, didn't and,
0: work. and the Nightmare on Elm Street remo- re- reboot. Now, and
1: they went yes. dark. Now, what you were saying earlier—that should have been a hit. That should have worked, but they didn't have. They—they uh, they didn't have um, Thingamabob. England. Robert England. Sorry, Robert England. Yeah. Thingamabob. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, oh yeah. I because I, my mind went blank there. This room and, is way too much. And Jackie Earl Haley
0: is a good actor, but he's—he's he's terrible as Kruger. And the makeup.
1: Yeah. I, th- uh, they, they wanted to push uh, Kruger's backstory more than anything uh, and felt that that was the film. And we, we kind of had that over the course of the franchise. Um, why do we want all of what we've kind of learned throughout a franchise and f- and the odd episode here and there of the TV series that we hate, um, only, to, only to put it in one film, one modern film, you know, with a, with a different Kruger, it, like it just, it, it missed the mark. You know, it was another one of those ones where, on paper, it should have been the definitive version of the film. But yeah, if you've got nostalgia, um, you know, and you love and you love the '80s like we do, uh, it's although maybe we wasn't the target audience. Maybe maybe these new YouTube five-second attention span kids were.
0: And, and and that was the point the the, 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 the cleverness of the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise was even though you're losing interest with some of the latter um films the little backstory feeds start kind of like building up. So there is just enough to keep you interested in these shocking films. Like, you know, I, I think Dream Warrior is one of the first moments you start to see, uh, you know, that, that Freddie yeah. was kind of born out, out of a thousand rapists or whatever it was. Okay? Yeah. We'd already known that that he's he's paying back the children of the parents that killed him, but more of yeah. his backfill. So we don't need that in a whole film. So to major the film on his backstory... This felt terrible, but it was it was mainly about the lack of chemistry between the audience and and Freddy Krueger. There was just yeah. none, and it's it stood out a mile because whatever you say about the later Nightmare on Elm Streets, Robert England always brought his A game. He always yeah. did.
1: Yeah, and and I and I I think had they, you know, not, not necessarily rebooted, but had they just done another Robert England uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I think it would have been a lot more successful. And I think it just comes down to uh, uh, budget again, you know, where they either either didn't think they could afford Robert England, or the, the, whoever was in charge just had it in their heads completely. We need to go in a new direction. We need to start again and go in a different direction. And, and it's that kind of thinking that, that is insulting the fan base.
0: Yeah, yeah, and 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 I mean, I'm hoping that when I eventually get to see the the he- Hellraiser reboot, it works because yeah. I've heard I've heard good things about it. Yeah. I, I've heard it, it it's it's going to feel different, but but I've heard she's incredible as Pinhead. Yeah. I, I I've heard really good things about it, so I'm hoping it, it it does feel like that because um I will not buy it until I've sort of seen yeah. it because I, I don't want to betray Doug Bradley. I
1: just don't want to portray Doug Brown. You don't want to cheat on Doug Brown. I've got I've got a new franchise that that, that that me and my wife Katie have just started. We just started. Watching. I call it a franchise. It's not a franchise. They've made two films. I hope, I hope they do a a, fri- a, a, a final destination or a saw. You know where they where they expand a little further. Um, so the the films that I'm talking about, are, uh, it's called Escape Room. An escape room to uh, the uh, swimming of champions tournament of champions. Oh isn't yes, like, yeah. Have you seen Have you seen these two films? Yes,
0: very clever.
1: Exactly. They're they're basically uh, a saw like film using escape rooms as as a, as, a, as a way of being. You know, it's an in in innovative. Uh, version of Saw in like There's, in the most extreme way.
0: I stumbled across that because I quite like the whole concept of escape rooms. Yeah. And there was a rash of films, most yeah. of which were awful. And then I'd watched a couple of really bad ones and, uh, yeah. and then I watched that and I thought, actually that's really clever. Oh I like this. I know, and then, yeah. 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 And then they did a sequel. And then this whole concept of this shady organization. And yeah. the second one was brilliant.
1: I, yeah and, and because they carried it on exactly from where the first one left off you know I mean at first I was thinking we've got a we've got a a, the original Hills of Ice 2 here where they're they're showing 10 minutes of the the first film. Uh, In Hills of Ice 2 they didn't have a budget so they they had to throw in as much footage as they could of the original. Escape Room 2 they did it because they wanted you to feel exactly like you had just left off on the first film. And it worked because you do do feel like you've just, I mean, I had to forward it, I had to forward it, because we'd watch one and two back to back. So we got severely bored for the first five, six minutes of the second film. But after that, it was brilliant.
0: Really clever. Uh, sorry, really you, you say using footage in the first one. I just think of V, the TV series. <laughs> oh look, it's that fight sequence again in the. Oh look, it's turning in the same way. Same yeah, landing craft. Same over the
1: cafe. Remember that bit. <laughs>
0: same over. Oh look, we have got the mothership again. You know. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've never seen. I've never seen like you know a TV series use the same clip. Not not you know not like whoa. We'll just use it once in each episode. No no no. Same clip. Five or six times in an episode. That and was...
0: so many establishing shots. I always expected the establishing shot out of the bar that the same bloke would be walking past every time. <laughs> <laughs> Just filmed it once. But, yeah, he's, yeah,
1: he's there for the day. Yeah, that's, the, that's a proper regular there.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, don't get cynical. Um honor the fans, do something yeah. innovative. I'd rather yeah. someone in a franchise where it's got tired and a bit kind of mundane, um, did something daring and ha- not have it work, than play it safe. And it just be boring. I'd rather someone say, I could see what he was doing there. I could understand like, um, evil dead rises. Uh, I know I said, a, a couple of shows ago, it was very dark and I couldn't see much, but I like what Lee what's his face did with it. I like the fact that finally he took it out of the cabin um, in the woods, they well, can't do ca- They can't do cabin in the woods films after cabin in the wood, can they? It's just it's that's just uh, yeah.
1: yeah,
0: yeah. I love down. cabin. I'd like to see another cabin in the woods franchise. I would like that to be a franchise or a TV series.
1: I mean, knock at knock at the cabin uh came pretty close to be honest. Oh, was, was it? That did was you a- like? Did you like I knock at the cabin? I I I I loved it, and it's you know if it's a good film oh. if you want to watch it again oh
0: it was brilliant because you you kind of, you could see what was happening yeah yeah and then it happened
1: it's clever it's, it's clever, I, mean, clever. I, know, I i know it's you know it's like the sort of film that 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 gets trashed because you know it's these are the sort of films that people don't like you know it's it's a very dialogue driven you know story based and you know with the shock twists and things but I, 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 you know, like we said with the Exorcist, if you have time to build something up, you get the reward, and and that's what that film did.
0: Yeah, and and is it nice seeing Ronald Weasley doing something a bit different for once?
1: Uh, have you not seen him in a, the TV? Se- I don't know the name of it. But he's in a TV series on Apple. Um, it's all sort of baby. Yeah, he's really he's really good in that. We yeah. I don't know how many series is he's out now, but uh, we did two series of it, and it's he's brilliant in it. It's very dark, very Rosemary's Baby kind of a type of a uh, you know a dark thriller. So yeah, you have to get IMDb it uh, because I do not, I do not remember the the title of it. Just, just IMDb, I oh, I
0: I've just saw another franchise that started really well, innovative, and then just went kind of completely ridiculous. Uh, the Wrong Turn franchise took a wrong I, turn.
1: That's what I've heard. I've, I think I've only seen three of them. but they, I mean, they've, they've gone on long enough where they did a load and then they rebooted themselves. So, <laughs> so yeah, they... So, the so, first,
0: Eliza Dushku, I like her as an actress for obvious reasons. Um, and and um, she was great in Buffy. So, you know. Um, but first film, really clever. Really clever.
1: Best film, cinema film, yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Second film, yeah. liked it. S- slightly yeah. kind of. Third film, really. Yeah. Yeah. Eric's uh,
1: video like, franchise. Yeah. You know, they, they did the usual. We don't have a lot of money. We. Like, like you know, like uh, you know, uh, bringing in actors, uh, you know, from a local acting club, and uh, and then seeing what what they could get out of it. So, yeah, I think I think the the, the wrong the wrong turn is um, not, yeah. And
0: the, not the, bad, and the same with the and the same with the amateur films as well.
1: Oh, the amateur films. Oh, yeah first yeah. one
0: very clever
1: very also...
0: one, i i like the second one even yeah. more
1: than first. so that yeah. just you know, you know which i did not uh, and then
0: uh, then after the second one it's just like what are you doing
1: yeah well amazon have a few of them you know like uh, i don't know amazon uh, uh, Am- swing in time or out of time or you know like they just really really low budget uh, terribly acted, uh, but not in a good way. Like there's there's no redeeming qualities about them. There's no, you know, I don't know. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing culty about them. No, no,
0: no, no. It, it's just it's just yeah. and and you can yeah. say the same about the poltergeist films as well. I like the first two. Is the second one's the one with the creepy reverend, yeah. is not it?
1: Yeah, yeah yeah I mean yeah no, you're right the pol- first poltergeist is a near flawless Spielbergian film uh, second one is the studio wanting to cash in on that but um, it's got
0: creepy Reverend, who just freaks me out
1: yeah and it kind of yeah and, and there's enough there to, to 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 warrant it being there in a sequel and then the third one in you know I have no idea what's going on but they're in a high rise flat. Building thing, and uh, it's just—I didn't. It wasn't scary. I didn't. it didn't know what it wanted to be. It was again just just a just a caching It didn't. It didn't need to exist. I haven't seen the remake, so I can't comment on that. But I, I can't imagine. I, I can't imagine it would have been. Uh, no.
0: No. No. And and yeah. So. I think I think remakes generally, generally speaking, are pretty poor. Always, yeah. Would you say that's fair?
1: The other thing as well, uh, definitely fair. The other thing as well, Poltergeist the TV series, it's on par with Freddy's Nightmare.
0: Why do we need that? Why it's a cashing, it? isn't it? Yeah. Have you heard of it? Early ninety. Yeah.
1: yeah. Have you ever seen it? No. No. It's 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 just uh, from what I remember, it's about a a group of uh, I don't even know like a group of people that are going around the country in America anyway, America's country, uh, trying to find possessed people, items, whatever. It's a little bit like Friday the Thirteenth. It didn't feel anything like the film franchise. They did their own thing, and they used Poltergeist as as the brand to, to, to sell this TV series. It was, I, I don't know, I, I would say that it is almost, it's not as bad as Freddy's Nightmares because Freddy's Nightmares was just had no budget at all. Uh, Poltergeist at least felt like they did something with it. I know it was a cable channel that, that was making it so they put a bit of money in uh, but it, was, it, was, it wasn't very, I mean it went for about four or five years so it did it certainly did better than Freddy's Nightmares. It was a hit to somebody anyway. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It wasn't very I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it.
0: No and 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 you just think this is just a cash in. This yeah. is just using the name.
1: Just using the name.
0: And uh, oh I it just just stop just stop doing that. Do, I, do you think do you think that Blumhouse is going to kind of it is on a mission to rewrite the wrongs of franchises that have gone to hell because we we've got the thing in the works um uh, he's he's already successfully rebooted Halloween. He's about to do the same for Exorcist because there's another film in the works for after this one this year. Um, I I I'd like him to do that. I'd like him to. I'd like Bloomhouse. Wouldn't you like this? I'd like Bloomhouse to have a go at Nightmare on Elm Street
1: to to, to right the wrongs of, uh, of, of of many of yeah. Because he
0: goes back to right the originals can and the rest
1: of them don't exist.
0: Yeah. And, and and just kind of like deletes the timeline and starts resetting, and he does it so well. I'd love and, him to do Nightmare on Elm Street,
1: and it's a brave move, isn't it? To yeah, to essentially, you know, d- like delete uh, the the majority of a franchise. You know, it's like it's never it's you've never been heard of before. I mean, no, it's just it's one of those like like yeah, like like the Halloween. To, to to come in and say, well, I'm making a trilogy, and it and it only carries on from the original. Uh, it's it's brave, it's ballsy, it's um, it's uh, his business model is um, is well. I mean, look at where he started. He started off with the Paranormal Activity franchise. Now that's not necessarily his franchise. He came in after it was made, and and he was like the perfect marketeer. Who's like, I can get this out there. Like, he is an incredible... Like, he's a distributor that, that, that knows how to distribute. You know, he yeah. got it... In, you know, I think it was uh, Spielberg. He got Spielberg to watch it, and because Spielberg watched it, it then got all this press and did the festivals. And it... You know, and it's still... I mean, Paranormal Activity still took two or three years from when it was made to when it was released. Like, it wasn't an instant And hit, it's...
0: It, we've said this before, it's a good franchise. If you watch them back-to-back... Yeah. It's, it's got a couple it's, of it I did. Yeah, It's I a did. good franchise. You yeah. can see why I bought it now, can't you?
1: No, no, I can't. I, can't. I, I mean, I'd only seen, what, the first five, um, or first, yeah, first five, and I think there's about seven now. Um, and what we were saying earlier about, um, you know, franchises going downhill, well, Paranormal Activity, I think the first three or four, you know, they're, they're the highest rated ones. And then the more innovative that the, 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 they become, the, 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 obviously the, the, you know, the attention span of the Paranormal Activity fans, the majority of them, they're not interested. They, wanna, they just want to be scared in a house. When you get too complicated, which I think they kind of <coughs> take it to another level, I like that, you liked it. Uh, I could imagine it lost a few fans along the way because they try to do too much with it. I mean, and it was brave, brave taking it on to different, you know, different...
0: I think they were trying to take it away from Katie suddenly appearing at the end yeah. and wrenching someone's neck apart, you know, because that always happened. I quite like Katie, she's freaky, but uh, but yeah, they needed yeah. to do something different.
1: I Yeah, I liked the, the, the you know, there was a standalone one, um, uh, which... Was, you know,
0: the time it, jump one.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I,
0: was, <laughs> I, I, I liked, liked it, it though. though.
1: So, you know, it, it's... Uh, but yeah it just just to, to be brave enough to take a franchise and, and expand it to you know like a different dimension or do a time thing like it it worked for me I, uh, I can i can see that it wouldn't for a lot
0: i think what what impressed me about Blumhouse was when the, he got he got carpenter on board and carpenter won't get on board to, to with anything if he doesn't no. really kind of cuz he can't be bothered you know he doesn't need the money um yeah. He can't be bothered, so he got on board and was really excited about it, thinking there's something going on here. And yeah. and and he'd never really liked the overly supernatural element, he, he wanted it balanced and it's still got it, but it's 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 much more subtle, isn't it? And I really like that,
1: yeah. And I think, uh, you know, with the thing, he he's you know, he said it in many many interviews how when the thing came out. And it was a, you know, a, a bomb at the cinema, and it, it just, it failed, and, and the critics panned it. Um, like it scarred the man. Like he was, you know, he got really, really down about it. He genuinely thought that he'd made a like, and he's such a huge fan of of, of the thing from another world, which is what inspired his version of the thing. Um, so if you try and, 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 you know, make your own version of a film that you adore,
2: mm. and it
1: gets panned, uh, I can imagine that sent the man into somewhat of a spiralling uh, depression. Uh, and, and now, what, 30, 40 years later, the thing is classed as the biggest cult horror film of all time.
0: And rightly um, so.
1: And quite rightly so, and you know, we, when we watched the 4K version of it, we just oh. adored it, didn't we?
0: It's, um, it's all the atmosphere just went up a level. It was just it did, Everything it did. you loved went up a level.
1: I effects were more shocking.
0: And and I wanted to. I keep wanting to because I I bought I I did buy the Blu-ray copy of the prequel. Um and yeah, and I cool. and I and I I like it more until the CGI takes over you know the, the mm. it loses me in the last reel um because it it, it wants to keep with the with the lore of, of of the original so you've got the the big spaceship and the big you know sort of, and and it's yeah. got that kind of that 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 eerie feeling and then they just just lost it with too much cgi and you just think you've just lost the essence of what carpenter was trying to do here because it's yeah. just it should have gone practical effects at that point point. and it just you know the the bit where the guys and it was just bad cgi and it was mm-hmm. just
1: Oh, it was terrible. I remember watching that at the cinema. Yeah. Being the biggest the thing fan uh, and getting a chance to be at the cinema to watch its prequel. Uh, and I had I had very mixed mixed views. I, I loved the film uh, to some degree, hated the CGI effects and felt cheated by that.
2: Mm. And then
1: then came the last three or four minutes of the film. Mm. And all of a sudden It's like I'm watching the original, the thing again, and it's like for the first time, and I get goosebumps in the back of my neck, and you know, I get all shivery. I'm like, the music kicks in, and I just, I'm like, please, please let this join on to the original, the thing, and it did, and I just got so excited. I forgave everything.
0: See, see, so what you need (laughs) to do is is just forward past what was basically three minutes of shocking CGI, and just get to the bit where it starts going. That base, oh, that, oh, that, what's that? That, song? that, yeah, Ennio Morricone's score for that with with Carpenter, yeah, yeah. It, it's just it's minimalistic. You know, he didn't go kind of because Carpenter's scores are very frenetic sometimes, aren't they? They live, you know, yeah, and and it's just this this base and then this minimal yeah. strings. Oh, it's beautiful, and it just it does it's feature goose bump, oh. and
1: and, and yeah, it, it
0: linked it round.
1: Yeah, once you realize that they are joining the two films together. That is probably one of my favourite. And who would have thought that the 2011 version of The Thing is one of my ultimate favourite moments at the cinema? Like, I'm embarrassed to say it, that that film, I could safely say that that is one of my favourite moments where I just got so excited that I probably had the biggest smile on my
0: face. Well, you were probably kind of like gutted because of the CGI. Oh, Oh, it's 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 going to end with a... And 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 is it... Oh, no. Is it it going to? And And it starts and it's... And was like, Whoop. And I've seen that helicopter big. It's chasing oh. a dog. And you know what's going to happen. Yeah. So don't cut too early. It's got to be gotta it's gonna leak. Don't
1: cheat me. Don't cheat me here. And, and it did. did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I could, I could, it some like, and I, I find that with each viewing, I, I hate it. I hate CGI less. Um, I, like I get more from the film than like the first viewing I had, I really came away disappointed. Um and then on future viewings, I, I don't I don't you know, I just you know, I, I think The Walking Dead has has possibly helped because the Walking Dead has had some some seriously bad CGI over the years from <laughs> <laughs> Season one exploding building. You know, like you've got to just Well the C D C explosion. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Um I used so to think can... that looked good. I watched it the other night. We're re watching The Walking Dead at the moment and watched oh, no,
1: like, on one radio. Okay? It's like <laughs>
0: Yeah, oh, what's going on there?
1: Do it. If it looks that bad, just don't include it. It
0: does just, sound uh, good on surround sound
1: though, that explosion. Yeah, you can always make an explosion sound good, but CGI. Um and the thing, like it was just I don't know, like I think because I've seen so many TV shows where they've had to use poor poor CGI. I'm 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 a bit more tolerant, and I think when I watch the, the prequel to the thing, I'm I'm not I'm not so argumentative with it now.
0: Do you think you're mellowing with age?
1: Yeah, I think I think I've I've stopped care I've not stopped caring because I'm still annoyed, but I'm not aggressive with it. <laughs> so yeah, I've, I've definitely mellowed. Um, and <laughs> what? <was> the... <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, I I, I, it, 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 it feels it feels very much like your uh, your version of uh, Crystal Skull. You know, when I was like, oh, I hate Crystal Skull. I was like, I watched it on 4K, I didn't mind it. And I still think that's the uh, the the UFO bit at the end is ridiculous, um, but I don't mind it now. And Shia LaBeouf yeah. is always going to annoy me.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think with age, uh, you know, I mean, what what me and you have been for over the years, it, you, you know, you've, you've got to be more patient and to have more tolerance. Otherwise, you'll just be the grumpiest old man ever, wouldn't you? And we're not quite there yet. I think we're going the other way. I think we're we're relaxing, we're chilling out. Where, I mean, even you, you're, you you set your standards so high for these these really poor films that we've been watching. And I think you're starting to realise that, that, that you're not going to get what you want from them. So you've, well, you've relaxed.
0: I, 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 I will differ with you on that one, only because... Uh, and it's like the- <laughs> <laughs> no, I said to you... No, what I think it is, is um, I've realised the the minimal I'll unexpe- accept in order to enjoy a film um yeah. and I'm I'm not accepting I'm not expecting big budget I'm not expecting you know anything other than than, than what we end up getting um <laughs> I just expect some some vague attempt at reasonable acting yeah I bad wooden <laughs> acting with no character uh, I can't I can't I can't get into it yeah. you know you know, the, 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 we we should get on to actually the film we're going to talk about because I really I thought, sp- was,
1: I thought that was a good tie. It was at
0: that time. Now it, it was, and 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 I surpre- I'll be honest with you. When you said we're going to watch this, I was thinking, I yeah, why do you hate me that much?
1: I know, me too.
0: Well, I was thinking well, seriously, I mean, I is this payback? You
1: you? I genuinely do hate you for a lot of things, um, and I thought this was a perfect payback, but it it wasn't and i'm annoyed at myself I'm sorry i don't hate you at all <laughs> no <laughs> but so, so i, I, fact, I can't I, look at you They didn't do, right <laughs> so <sorry>, it's looking sad i got those puppy grisly- dog eyes no so it's <laughs> grizzly 2 the revenge not
0: the concert
1: okay so it was originally originally um and i the, the, this is a fascinating this is a fascinating film uh because what was it 1983 Yeah, The filmmakers went to, what was it, was it Budapest? I think it said Budapest in the IMDb, uh, to shoot this thing. They ran out of money, like the first day of filming. They had Charlie Sheen, uh, George Clooney and Laura Dern for their little sequence, (laughs) I say little, they were in it for the first three or four minutes. Um, And they was told on day one that they didn't have the budget. They was there for a few days, they managed to somehow get some more budget from a Chinese investor. So that they was able to at least film their scenes, Um, and you know, and it's it's a it's one of those legendary mythical type of worst case scenario filmmaking things where the the film collapsed after they made eighty percent of it, Um, and uh, the 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 the, like there was no way of, of, of finishing it. It didn't get. In fact, in 1987, because we had a laugh at this, in 1987, so four years later, Canon Films, who we adore, thanks yeah. to Super Mario 4 and all those kind of ones, <laughs> they saw it as a film that, that could possibly take them away from bankruptcy. So they bought the rights to it, they was gonna put it out, um, and it, you know, they, they, they weren't doing very well financially, so they, they, they couldn't put any money into finishing it. It didn't see the light of day, until 2020 when somehow it, it, it popped up somewhere and, uh, and the original filmmaker that was in the original producer uh, somehow found an investor to, uh, to, to to shoot the the remainder twenty uh, percent that was needed to make this a one hour ten minute film um, which included like the intro, the outro, well, no, there was no outro, it just stopped. Uh, the intro, anything to do with a bear, don't forget this is called Grizzly, Grizzly to the concert or Grizzly to the revenge. Um, so they needed to shoot bear sequences, they needed to uh, do an intro, they needed to do some drone shots. Uh, and then all of a sudden you've got this this weird mishmash of a 1983 and a 2020, where they've mixed the footage together you can tell straight away what is uh like say 16 millimeter or five millimeter and today's uh low budget digital maybe a canon 5d uh and then mixed it in together We've not even try to merge it make it look like it. no
0: no because you've got you've got oh. kind of slightly grainy footage and then like hd yeah.
1: And, and they look. couldn't have just added grain to the like, they could have made it uh, mad. they don't bother,
0: do they? No.
1: Yeah. The they, soundtrack's they not bad. Soundtrack you said earlier you didn't mind the acting. I thought yeah, I thought the acting was of of, of that kind of calibre for those sort of films. That was it was that was the you know, that was the line um, for those type of So no problem with the acting. Uh, pacing was hilarious at times. <laughs> I mean, it's a one hour, 10 minute film where they'd inserted 20 minutes of, of uh, you know, like looking at trees, looking at wildlife, you're watching a couple of bears uh, humping in a field. Like it just, they were just putting whatever they wanted in there to to, to build up that 20%. It's and, hilarious.
0: And, and, and the bear sounds like it's kind of like a, a slightly pervy old man. <laughs> and then...
1: And, and and I have to like I don't know how much time we've got left, so I'm out, out of fear alone. I'm just going to say it. That ending, <laughs> I did not understand it because all of a sudden, that the, obviously that you know you've never seen you've never really seen the bear. No. You know, uh, <laughs> next thing you know, it's tangled up in something you don't quite know what. It cuts <laughs> to the end credits. I know,
0: like, and, and, and it looks and, it doesn't look remotely scary because it's just sitting there like going, looks really confused.
2: <laughs> just how did just, I get here?
0: And, uh, yeah and, and, and bad acting women says oh is this part of the show and she's yes it is
1: yeah. um and, now and, my-
0: and poor and poor john uh, reese what's his face getting impaled by by what basically uh, looks like one of those really old stuffed bears you get in like a, a log cabin in somewhere because yeah. go oh and you don't see it move much he sort of shuffles and <laughs> There's a really funny moment at the end where, where all the fireworks are going off. This really, really bad 80s concert is going on. Yeah. That didn't date well. And and, and and it's sitting there going, oh. And then it just turns around <laughs> and just goes,
2: what's going on there?
1: And the, I don't know if you noticed this. I mean, you should have. If you've got eyes, you'll notice this. But they, they had the concert, which obviously they shot in 1983 in Budapest. At the time uh it was the biggest concert they'd ever had. Uh, um, you know, so they they, they uh, and they filmed it after the concert had ended. Um so the, the, the concert goers just assumed that this was all uh you know this was the, the, the last act of the night. Yeah. Yeah. But so they were they were fine with it. Um and uh, the they, obviously they the filmmakers didn't have any close ups of the, the people enjoying no, the no. So you H D footage of, of like going around the crowds. And um, you got some
0: blokes in there you got a, a cigarette going. <laughs> uh,
1: also, you know, the, the, the close-up
0: artist footage, it's like, you're singing and yet you have no microphone. And it's like this bloke going... <laughs> but, and, and, but the oh, bear's not scary. And, 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 and top billing, as they always do, to a very, very young George Clooney, Martin Sheen and uh, and Lauren, oh, Lorna sure. Derns. Uh, and you're like what are you doing (laughs) yeah
1: the the thing that caught me off guard and i know it did you too because you said it it earlier was the film opens with um uh uh, starring uh uh, charlie sheen laura dern george clooney and you're thinking oh wow okay yeah i can get behind this obviously their first film brilliant you're watching it and and they're gone four minutes into the film they're gone, and you're thinking they cannot be getting top billing. Uh, they're not. They're not in it anymore. It,
0: it, it's it's brilliant. It, it it is it is the acting's passable. So my in on this is the acting's kind yeah. of vaguely accessible. Then I'll enjoy it. So yeah. you get really lovely moments, like right, really bad dialogue between the this the 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 rigger, the head rigger who's putting the the concert together, and some <laughs> random comment about about him uh, uh, about him giving a job to the lead rangers. Uh, daughter yeah did we need to know this does it does it pass on the plot no you're just padding it out aren't you padding it out it's (laughs) but the ending's just oh the bear just looks so
1: confused because i'm confused i'm with the bear i i really liked um there's about two minutes that i really liked where this seemed to be a film that, that that went bigger than it should have, you know, like when there was uh, like the 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 the, the car um, sh- shockingly and poorly edited sped yeah. up, flies oh. over.
0: They're <laughs> <laughs> not driving that fast, are they, Tony?
1: No, 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 no. They sped it up by by two hundred and fifty percent. You can tell, can't you? I- I can tell when you speed things up. And I mean the Cannonball would did it. Like, you know, you just, it's, it was, that's what they did in the eighties. So it just stopped people from dying. That's fine. Um, and they had explosions going off and there's fireballs and fireworks and everything. And it looked great. It shot on film. Um, so it looked, it was pleasing to the eye. It looked good. It looked high budget. There was two minutes of that film where it felt like there was there was doing everything right. And then all of a sudden it cuts to a, a physical, uh, practical affected bear. It seemed, seemed a lot smaller than I this bear that we had been told it was 100 foot. Now it was this little tiny bear and they've got a pyrotechnic of it, uh, a practical effect of it. And it was like moving its mouth very slowly. And it kept looking at the fire. And, and then there's about three or four minutes that went by. And then we go back to the same shot. And it's the still the same bits of fire, same, you know, whatever. And you're thinking, Oh, they've just used they just reused that exact same shop again.
2: <laughs>
0: and then <laughs> and then and then he's much? electric he's electric the bear. You don't see the bear move. And he's like, Come on, come on. And the bear's like, Oh and you don't see it. and the next minute he's like
1: it's just, it's just dead. I think it was. Uh, it is, dead. It's,
0: it's like it's, it's, it's been electrocuted, it's and angry. and it's so confusing as the as that it's got electrocuted. They had to show the sign, beware electrocution, just to, to let you know what was going to happen.
1: Yeah, and, <laughs> but there was no build up to it, there was no it just it happened. There was one shot of the bear looking happy. Uh, <laughs> A thousand uh, partygoers. And, and they just then,
0: impaled oh, um, uh, your man from Indiana Jones as well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and who, then, you, oh, can, can we just,
0: before we get to the end, can, can we just yeah. say this special John Reese, what's his face? Bless Baby. him, he does try. Yeah. So he jumps onto this massive bear. Oh, <laughs> he jumps onto him, bear Bales hugs him, the bear, yeah. and then starts stabbing him with his little knife, and then he gets flicked yeah. off and he's impaled. And he's badly yeah. impaled because it's kind of here, isn't it? He's sort of going, yeah. Yeah, it's in yeah. the crook of his arm, so like, Ugh! and he's really acting like it's painful, and then he's just like, and then he's got—he dies with his eyes open, but it's not realistic. So when the guy is trying to get the bear to come up the, the staircase, he's just going, and "Yeah, it's like, I feel that—that that look, that shock." This film's about to end. They're going to electrocute the bear, and then the bear—the final shot of the bear—is just genuinely confused.
1: It just. <laughs> It was like there was a man in a bear outfit that looked confused and the director was like, "I, yeah, that's probably as close enough to the, the look a bear would have. <laughs> it just didn't... That bears it just... in the direction, did it? It just ended. And it was like, oh. It just ended. I have never in my life seen a film, Panic End. Like that
0: film it was, it was it was like they got to what is the minimum amount of time we can to make this a feature? To
1: class this as a feature. It's, well, it's, it's an hour and eleven minutes. They did that.
0: It's an hour and eleven minutes finish.
1: Yeah. An hour and eleven minutes, you've got a feature film. Uh you know, and you can get this out there and distribute it, or whatever. Um IMDB gave it a two point
0: eight I, I think I, I think that's harsh. Right.
1: You think that's a five? Th- I'd give a it, some than, of the
0: films we've watched before this have got higher. I think this should be about a four.
1: Uh, yeah, Just... I mean, like, I, 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 I would have, I would have probably, like, I. You got to ask yourself: Would you ever watch this film again? If it's a definite no, it's definitely under five. For me, I would. I would I, watch it
0: again. Yeah.
1: I would put it at a solid five and nothing more
0: yeah yeah it, it, it's just because the bits that are bad are funny bad yeah and it's just like yeah. the, like you say the hd the grainy footage of, of of 80 i mean and there's there's too much concert footage obviously you know that was the big That's thing <laughs> yeah Half the, so the build of the concert and there's these terrible 80s backup dancers <laughs> and and yeah. and that horrible singing and and the and the really bad dancing and, and, and there's 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 shots of their feet just dancing. Yeah you know, it's far too much concert footage while well, while well, back in the forest and, uh, grumpy bear.
1: I mean they I obviously they obviously took advice uh from Spielberg and Jaws by not showing too much of 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 the creature. Um I, at times I felt like this was a very, very poor, low budget version of, of the older King Kong movies. Like it, it kind of felt like that's where it was heading with the, the, the bigger, more epic finale um, until obviously they ha- they didn't have any footage of, of the, the bear sequence. So, um, you know, like I said earlier, they they had 80% of the film shot, nothing to do with the bear. So- oh,
0: I you- love the little cubs playing. <laughs> For no reason at all.
1: Oh, and and this this was my favourite bit. Now, I don't say this lightly, but this is a 1983 film. You're aware of that when you go in, and then in the opening sequence, uh, the cub gets shot, and it's CGI blood that comes out of this cub. This is a 1983 film and a CGI gore effect, and you're like, hang on a second.
2: (laughs) What is going on here?
1: Why have we we got... A, 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 a modern, C, poor CGI bloodshot. I my, my
0: my favorite bit is where John Reese, Indiana Jones man, um, action man, had his. Fa- there's always a backstory, isn't it? He's, oh. he's had his fa- He had his family massacred by a grizzly, and now it's personal. It's like why do we need to know that? Why do we need to know that? Why do we, don't even see his family. He they died. Yeah. To it. he's got it against. He's got now. He's got it in for every single grizzly bear. It's brilliant. <laughs> but the, it's like personal <laughs> vendetta. White the world, free of grizzlies. He doesn't care. And they've got yeah. a conservationist woman who's like, don't shoot them with bullets. Shoot them with yeah, a yeah, gun. Yeah, it's like, cool. that's not going to cool. happen. So so, so she's climbing up a mountain. I say a mountain. She's climbing up <laughs> a, bit of, a bit of rock, isn't she? Yeah. Is. <laughs>
2: and
0: this, cool. I don't even know where that grizzly bear came from. It just suddenly oh. appeared to me. In my head, she's climbing up and there's some grizzlies on screen. Like, where did it come from? And he shoots it, and she says to him, can't you tell the difference between a male grizzly and a female grizzly? And I was like, uh? Uh,
1: No. <laughs> now, now, that that scene right there that you just talked about, um, oh, was my funniest bit was also that scene, but for a different reason. So what I found hilarious was when she was being chased, they had a camera maybe 20, 30 feet in the air, Chasing her, so it was quite high up, and then all of a sudden they got lazy, and all of a sudden it was chasing her feet. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm thinking, all of a sudden, this this, this, 20, 30 foot, 40 foot, whatever it's supposed to be, there. It's 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 now it's it's now like a foot off the off the ground. Like I'm just really confused. What? <laughs> I, <laughs>
0: I love I, I love the uh, mandatory stupid drunken bit where those blokes are messing around and they can't <laughs> act drunk, so they're like, oh, and, then, and then they start oh, playfully yeah, like, tweak.
1: <laughs> they were tickling each other, weren't they? I, mean, <laughs> I didn't know what that scene was. I, I still they started,
0: don't. They started pinching each other's bums. I thought. Like, now I've been drunk a few times when I was drinking back in the day, and I've so never done. I've never gone around doing that.
1: But they 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 came across as these really, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, like manly, manly, manly men. Yeah, but there's something uh, going on. You know, restive, uh, you know that 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 kind of stereotypical <laughs> type of. You know, and they were pinching each other's bums and tickling each other. When I was thinking, but but they, but it, I don't get this. I don't
0: understand. I don't and then you realise it. it's 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 just to set the scene so they can clobber the ranger, so he can get killed by the grizzly.
1: <laughs> it's just, yeah. I mean, that's um, those kind of sequences we were used to. In you know, where filmmakers don't quite know how to make their characters act, so we're we're kind of used to that. But it, this was so bizarre like it just was it just made no sense just like the ending of the film <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm always gonna remember I almost want to get a poster of that bears real uh, real surprise face
2: <laughs> It should be on t-shirts
0: it should be it, it looked genuinely confused as to how it had got there because it looked like it was um it, it looked like it was framed you know it was <laughs> It was it was you know yeah. when they burn the shark in the second one and and that's actually quite an impressive scene because it's biting onto the cable and the smoke pouring out of its eyes and that's quite an impressive scene. This is not this looks like someone's lovingly got this this very small bear that's supposed to be big and and yeah. kind of framed it with some lights <laughs> and, and a bit of flame and it looks all pretty it looked too organized to me.
1: Yeah, it looked like a like like it was a, a beauty bear Uh, pageant, photo shoot. Beauty Bear pageant. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Bear of 83.
0: But, uh, yes, so I I need to... um, I know you're away on holiday, which is why we've done two shows this week. So this is going out, and you're on holiday. So uh, you can listen to yourself. No,
2: I'm on holiday for this.
0: But um, I need to announce that that our next show's film is Aquarium of the Dead.
1: Now I know you hate. I I, I, I wouldn't even put this one on you.
0: No, I just can I just can I just read the synopsis because this is why I did it. This is so stupid. Workers at an aquarium off the coast of Southern California find themselves by surrounded by undead marine life (laughs) Uh,
2: after after
0: (laughs) a mysterious virus sweeps through the building. Only yeah. steps from an ocean inlet, there's some danger there. The workers must fight to stop the creatures before they escape into the sea and infect the entire planet.
1: Oh, well, they don't have the budget, I'm assuming, <laughs> to infect the entire planet. So it obviously contains it to within uh, the, 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 the building, is my guess. But we'll, we'll see. Uh,
0: they, they've gone to a local sea life centre and <laughs> just like, filmed a load of penguins or something. I don't know. <laughs> Zomb- just, uh, yeah. I just like the idea of a zombified. Please let it be zombified penguins. I, I'm on that.
1: Yeah, no, I think I think there's uh, there's some comedy value in that film. So, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I just
0: b- b- zombified marine life. I just oh, I've got to watch that.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen one like that. So that 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 is a new one.
0: So on that note, I think I think uh, we, where have we got to? Yes, yes, we, ooh, we, we're, we're a bit over this time. We're a bit over. Seven over. I mean, we, could
1: have, we could have done another hour on film uh, franchises. So we, we, we did and, well sc- with oh, and <laughs>
0: scary framed bears.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that to me was a perfect <laughs> end to the show. Yeah. Was like, what's he doing? It's what, what, uh, what was that? Is that is that it? <laughs> the end,
0: <laughs> starring George Clooney. No. <laughs>
1: Oh no, no 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 The best, the best bit, <laughs> the best bit was at the very end. Was it? it, it came up with Charlie Sheen's photo. Charlie it Sheen, did. Yeah. Den's photo. Den. Yeah. Just to be reminded that those <laughs> was in the first four minutes, and it is their film.
2: Yeah, it's you know, it's <laughs> terrible, isn't
0: it? It's probably their fault we never got completed, so we don't want that out. That was our first film. Oh no. But, uh, yeah, um, I'm
1: surprised that it still came out, to be honest.
0: Thank you very much for your your, your time. I've enjoyed this one. It was good fun. It
1: has been a delight.
0: So um, we shall say goodnight and sweet dreams.
2: Ooh. What was that? I don't know. <laughs>